Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Everybody who's joining us live on either Facebook, on the Side Hustle Coach page, on a He Said, She Said page, on my personal page, or on Miss uh, Shauna Stevens' page. So let's take a moment to let you know what we're doing. Her name is Shauna Stevens, a.k.a. Shauna Speaks Life. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, 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 everybody who is tuning in live and or on the replay across the board. Welcome. And this is Mr. Lawrence McCutcheon, also known as the Side Hustle Coach. Yes, ma'am. Not a Side Hustle Coach, but the Side Hustle Coach. Indeed, indeed. We are putting uh, this together because we want to give you all some additional information. We want to share some things and we want to have fun. So we've decided to, to do a weekly live cast, right? And we call it He Said, She Said. And a live cast is really going to be about politics, about sports, social media, technology. Uh, what else, Shauna? Current events, food, tech, you name it, we got it. We are. We want your feedback, but really, we want to come on and have you join us for a week in review from a male-female perspective, from a business perspective, you know, uh, from an adult perspective. Primetime Friday night. He said, she said, live and in living color. Yep, and this is the first show. So, what's going on, George? This is the first show. So you're gonna have to uh, bear with us. As we get all the kinks out. Because, look, I'm an artist, and I'm sensitive about my, uh, you know, the rest. So just be, it's, it's episode one. You get to grow up with us. How about that? Yeah. So, you know, uh, we wanted to do something that was a little different, a little fun. And uh, we want to give you our two cents on what's going on in the world today. Right? Yeah. So it's like what, what's hot today. You know, we're going to give you what's hot. Because that's how we keep it. That's it. We keep it hot. We're going to keep it hot tonight. Join in. So, Shauna, as we are going through, let's, um, I guess, let's, let's jump into the content. Oh, snaps. Oh. So, tonight, on tonight's episode one of He Said, She Said Live, we are going to cover a few different segments. So, the show is going to be broken down into segments every night. We will be live every Friday at 8 o'clock Central Standard Time, even though L doesn't respect that, and uh-huh. 9 o'clock Eastern Time, which is what he normally prefers. So, every week, we will pick the hottest news, the most controversial topics, the coolest things, the gadgets, the gadgets, and all of that to bring to you. So, tonight, Tonight, we will have segments that include politics, that include relationships, that include sports, and there is one more up, social media, because why wouldn't we talk about it when that's what we do every day, right? So we're going to open up with politics tonight, and we'll just slide into the other segments. Feel free to type in your questions and your comments. If you are in our live audience uh, on the webinar, feel free to raise a hand and type in what you need to type in, but we are across multiple networks you can tweet us we'll get that information later but remember this is episode one so um we're gonna jump 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 right in let me get my little powerpoint i feel like uh kelly on live with regis and them so we (laughs) we got our notes and we are ready but we just appreciate all of you guys for coming in and rocking with us tonight um it means the world it's friday night you could have been anywhere but we are so glad you chose to be here kicking it with us that's right so we're going to start off with some politics, as Shauna said. And 
we discussed this, right? We said, you know, you can't have uh, what's hot without talking about some politics. Mm-hmm. So we're going to kick up with some political news because right now, politics is hot. It's on fire. So, so Sean, I want you to kick it off. Um, what's our first politics topic? So the first thing we're going to talk about tonight is somebody's president. As a citizen of this good United States of America, as a veteran of this good country, the United States of America, I fully support the commander in chief most times, but I am still um, going through the breakup that I have with President Obama. And so my heart is very tender. So I am not ready to accept a new presidential boyfriend. So he's somebody's president, but I'm not ready for dating right now. But what we are gonna talk about are the executive orders this week. There were three particular ones that I wanted to talk about, L. And they all allegedly are supposed to combat crime because he cares so much about that. Now, one thing, Shauna, well, you, you, you didn't call him the president, but you called him the commander-in-chief. Does that have anything to do with that you are a veteran, that, that you called him the commander-in-chief? It is. You know, it's funny. I did 10 years in the military. I came, I was 20 years old when I signed up in the Air Force. And um, I joined up, came through about a year later. Um, it was September 11th. And so I know what it is. I've worked for Bush twice you know, and then Obama. And I know what it is to be up under and have your decisions made by someone else that you may or may not have voted for or trusted in. And I think what people failed to realize while they were voting for good old Mr. Trump, that he will also be in charge foreign and domestic. And I don't think anyone addressed that control he would have. So I may from here on out call him commander in chief. So people realize and remember who they voted for, and what his job ultimately entails of. Yeah, and we have Miss Tamika Gross, who says her president is black, so. Hey, come on. I don't know. You don't look black to me, but uh, I hear you, Tamika. Um, he ain't ready to move on either. She not ready. <laughs> anyway, though, so, Shauna, go ahead. Kick the first thing off, and I'll, and I'll join in. This is going to be the she said part right here. Of course, and, and typically, as you all know, the she said part is typically the right part. So you just keep <laughs> tuning in to the she said. Yeah. So um, the three executive orders that he kicked off on Thursday were fight drug cartels, reduce violent crime, and something that social media is calling Blue Lives Matter. Now, let me, ra- I wish I had an emoji. Let me raise a fist and let everybody know off a jump, I know Black Lives Matter. I don't propose an All Lives Matter mentality. I don't support an All Lives Matter mentality. I know that everything matters, but if I break my arm and I go into the hospital and they say, well, what about your leg? We gonna have a problem. So I do not check into that All Lives Matter, but they're calling it the Blue Lives Matter Um, executive order because it calls for heightening of federal, um, federal, state, local punishment and consequences for any act of violence against the police officer, our boys in blue, who, by the way, are all bad. Elle, what do you think about that? So just think Ferguson, think Baltimore, think Sandra Bland, think everything that's happened in these last two years or forever, some would say. And now one of the first executive orders is an order to protect police. I'm going to be honest. Um, not even not that Sandra Bland and Ferguson and those things don't matter, but I'm going to be honest with you. I, I think about my sons. Mm-hmm. And I think about uh, something happening uh, to them uh, in the hands of the police 
or you know, because some some police are disrespectful. And I have teenagers, teenage boys. I have a I have a young adult, a young man as well. And I always I'm always concerned that the police have sometimes they can be very uh, intimidating and very rude, and they can push you. You know, yeah. I've been pushed by police, and for what what he's saying, and if if a police officer does anything to you, and you happen to lash back. That's not a federal crime, right? So you're going to do federal time. Mm-hmm. And to me, that can be a problem. I, I think so too. And, you know, I, I'm concerned about already you can halfway say something to the police before, to some police officers. Look here, I know some, okay, not that I make all my decisions on whether they find or not, but I know some very upstanding, attractive boys in blue. Okay, don't get it twisted. I am not anti-police. If somebody run up in here, please, someone, please call 911. Like, help me, Wyclef and Mary. Help us all because I'm going to need it. But already being an African-American, and and maybe my plight isn't as difficult as our African-American men, but being an African-American person, I can barely say anything to the police and it not be called resisting. So now as, as they put up this task force and, you know, just a snippet of it, allegedly it's supposed to, the purpose is to pursue appropriate legislation consistent with the constitution's regime of limited and enumerated federal powers that will define new federal crimes and increase penalties for existing federal crimes in order to prevent violence against federal, state, tribal, and local law enforcement officers. So like Lauren said, what would have been a misdemeanor or what would have maybe even been nothing is now going to be a federal offense, which we don't have time to get in it today, which also increases that whole school to prison pipeline or that whole amount and number of the disproportionate number of African-American or minority people in prison serving hard time for small crimes. And that is what bothers me. Um, out of all the things he could have passed and all the task force he could have started, none of them have an agenda that speaks to the current issues that we're having right now. Yeah, uh, and I, I agree with you 100%, Sean. I think that it's a slippery slope, mm-hmm. and he's trying to make it slippery, even more slippery, you know? Oh, yeah. And I don't agree with him. I don't like it, and... It's crazy. It makes no sense. Ishan W R live now. Um, but let's move on. Let's keep this. Let's keep this conversation live. Let's move on a little bit. Uh, what was the next the next thing you wanted to talk about with the executive orders? So I don't really like. I'm already mad now that I haven't talked about that one. So I'll just glaze because <laughs> I got an attitude. So the first one was to fight drug cartels. So it is his. Um, he has uh, created a task force that's supposed to strengthen the enforcement of federal law as it relates to smuggling human uh, drugs, the coke, the crack, the wheat, whatever. So mm-hmm. uh, and that's just more more than anything a task force. And then the other one is another task force that's supposed to reduce violent crime. The one thing I noticed about all of Trump's executive orders. And if you want more information about this, um, later on after the after we finish the podcast, we'll go in and we'll post some of the hot topics and locations where you can go research it for yourself. Because we're not trying to tell you what to do. It's all black and white. It's legit. These are not alternative facts. This is the real deal. So, so, so Chan just said, uh, I just want to know when have blue lives not mattered? And blue lives have always mattered, Chan. Always. You're right. 
Always exactly. So the question is, you need an order on top of an order to, to help the Blue Lives Matter? And to me, it's a slap in the face to all the black and brown lives. Yeah, you know, that's, but they, they do that because they want to take attention away from Black Lives Matter. Oh, yeah. Like black Lives Matter is important. That's why they do that. So That's it. All right, we're going to move on to that, to the next thing. And that was what, Shauna? What was the next thing you wanted to I talk? am, we are going to move over. So the next piece of the politics, you know, she said handle these sections um, uh, until Lauren starts fussing at me. And then it's all something different because the heat <laughs> is real loud in a ruckus over there. No, uh, the no. next thing are the cabinet nominations this week. So um, they were very close, some would say. I, I say too, too close. You know, um, one thing I know about Republicans, see, I'm about to say something positive. Are you guys ready for something positive? Mm-hmm. Let's go. One thing about Republicans, they are loyal. Dot, 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 to a fault. But Betsy DeVos could have walked up and slapped a mama and they would have voted for her no matter what. They are loyal. Only a couple jump sides because they must have young children or family members that live in a place where they don't like her. But everybody else, they joined up. Mike Pence was the deciding vote, which I hate. But um, she was she was confirmed this week um, as Secretary of Education against the better judgment of all of the Democrats and two um, Republicans. But, you know, it's one of those things where you're going to have to take it out on the polls in a couple of years. Uh, actually, next year, you're going to have to take it out on the polls and find out who your Congress people are. Like, okay, we kind of caught a, we kind of caught a uppercut to the face with this president thing, but you, we have to realize that it makes a difference in every level of government who's in there. Cause there is no way this woman who doesn't even have degrees is over the second is, is over education. So she's creating policies and enforcing credentials with things that she doesn't even have. Like, that's crazy to me. What qualified her, L? What qualified her for this? Well, as, as Danielle just said, money, right? Yeah. Her, the money, you know, her family. And I didn't realize this, her family is the, the family behind Amway, right? Oh, yeah. Those of you who don't know what Amway is, Amway is a network marketing company um, that has been around forever. They sell all kind of stuff. And, you know, I didn't realize that, they were part of Amway. So they have billions of dollars that they give to whatever court they want to give to. And, you know, she's been known to say, Miss Bessie DeVos, that she wants uh, the children to be God's soldiers or something of that nature, you know. And not that I mind having be, being God's soldiers, but I would like my children to be educated in public schools that matter. Yeah. Right? I'm a public school parent. I think public school is important. It's important to have public schools um, be efficient and work. Because if you do not, what happens is, much like what happened in the past, you're going to have uh, parents in, in, in black and Hispanic neighborhoods not having good public schools and their kids not being able to learn. It's, and that's, that's right. That's right. And she's a, she is a known speaker outer of the anti-public school movement. She didn't even believe in public school. You know, I'm sure none of her children went. I barely know where she went to school at, but she does not understand or believe in public schools. Like she's all voucher this, voucher that. And that's fine. And I don't have a problem with that. But 
as a secretary of education, I expect for your stance on education to be a little more bipartisan. Yeah. And I don't want to see the fact right after the vote, everybody who got money from your mama and them before they went in to cast their ballot. <laughs> I got beef with that. A hundred percent. Really quick. Danielle said um, at least she should have some higher education knowledge. And uh, Ms. Tamika Gross said she's doing all this to get a Wikipedia page. <laughs> she got one. Today she tweeted from trying to enter into a D.C. school. She was trying to go into a school in D.C. And protesters blocked her. Now, here's the funny thing. It was only about seven of them. I think it was about seven good people. And they wouldn't let her walk up the steps. And every time she tried to walk up, they would throw up a body barrier and they would block her. So she couldn't even get into the school and she left. And she tweeted today from her ritzy new secretary of education office, first day on the job, but where are the pencils? Teachers went crazy. Public school teachers said the pencils, you got to buy those yourself like we do. <laughs> what you mean where the pencils? We pay for all of our own supplies. So it's not a good look. I, I don't know what it's going to look like for her for this next next season, but I, I don't think it's a good look. Yeah. Um, a lot of comments, a lot of hearts. Thank you for the hearts, the shares. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you for joining Aisha. Thank you for joining Tracy. Thank you, thank you, I thank you. Who has joined and shared. Chandra, like I said before, Danielle. So a lot of people are joining and sharing. We appreciate that. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For everybody that's just joining, this is episode one of He, Sh he Said, She Said Live featuring Mr. Lawrence McCutcheon, also known as the Side Hustle Coach. And I am Shauna Stevens of At Shauna Speaks Life. This is episode one. Thank you. I know we got stuff passing by the screen. We got all sorts of things happening. But uh, how often can you say that you got to grow with uh, awesome, awesome, awesome live cast? With, with pretty cool people so thank you guys for joining so yeah, we're gonna have some fun so we're gonna move on to the next to the next subject uh was that uh was that elizabeth warren yes oh we are talking about uh, my homie liz I, that's what i call her i don't have to call her elizabeth because i'm she said and we get to call her liz um so liz got kicked out well okay i'm dramatic y'all know i have drama issues let's not say kicked out so jeff sessions is up was up for nomination he has been uh appointed as the attorney general and he they were going over they were discussing it on the floor they're arguing back and forth trying to get votes to the other side and liz said you know what i don't even gotta come up with a new argument for this joker i can use coretta Yes, Mother Coretta. Mother Coretta Scott King, I can use her argument from when he was uh, when he was running for a judge seat. So let me just use that letter because it's already good, right? We don't got to plagiarize. We don't got to make up nothing new. I'm going to just read this one. And as soon as Liz began to read the letter as she went over some of the things that Mother Coretta had said, old Mitch McConnell used some old, crickety, raggedy rule and got her kicked off the floor with that letter. Said she could not read it. Said that he didn't want to hear it. He said that she was impugning, which means call into question the character of Mr. Sessions. So, of course, Facebook went crazy. Twitter went crazy. Women stood up. Everybody was mad. And Mitch McConnell said she was warned. 
She was given an explanation. Nevertheless, she persisted. And I'm telling you, there she persisted shirts. There are she persisted handbags and coffee mugs now because Elizabeth Warren is about that life. No, one thing I'm going to say is that government does create jobs because that she persisted hashtag now is big. So government does does uh, create jobs. And one quick one quick note about um, the way he kind of censured her. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been used in like 50, 50, 100 years or something like that. Like it's, it, not, it's not something that's used uh, at all. So he but did, you know what, Lawrence? You know what they used to use it for? You but, know what I bet they used to use it for? What's that? This same doggone thing. <laughs> the same thing. Like, it's like Senate is back in 1950. Yeah, well, you know, he wants to make America great again. So, you know, that they all all for that. Really quick, um, what's up, Ray Alexandra? She said, hey, Shauna and Michelle, Susie. Hi, Ford. Ray. Hey. Just, just really quick. So... Let's move on. We've been doing a lot of politics, right? Yeah, let's go. Let's let's buy. Let's move on from politics. One real quick note. Shout out to President Barack Obama, who post-presidency looks like he's having the most fun of his life. <laughs> I don't feel like we went through a proper breakup season. I don't feel like he is mourning me and the rest of and I mean and you guys too, of course. I mean, he got his elbows showing. He got uh, white linen clothes on, linen suits and such. Michelle got a short tone that exposed uh, all her black girl ham hock magic. <laughs> I am just <laughs> taken aback by how much fun he was having in them British Virgin Islands while we over here looking at Donald Trump praying for a miracle like Sister Act 2. <clears throat> you got that right. Let me tell you. But he earned it. He earned it. What are we going to say? What are we going to do? He earned it and, you know, I wish him all the best. Um, really quick, as we shift from politics to sports, right? Just let you know how divisive our president is. Even in sports, it's divisive. So he said that Steph Curry and Under Armour, right? Steph Curry had made a comment because the president of Under Armour, who is from Baltimore, no less, which is nuts to me. Uh, he's saying how much he respects Trump. Mm. And Steph Curry, and you know what? I will say this. I was never really a Michael Jordan fan, but I respected his game because he always played against my Knicks, right? So I was never big a Michael Jordan fan, but I respected his game. Okay. I will say this. Steph Curry has proven to be more of a man and have more of a voice than Michael Jordan ever has. Because Steph Curry said um, that Donald Trump is not an asset unless you take the E and the T off. Right? Oh, yeah, Steph. Michael Jordan, who was, who was, we all know, was one of the greatest basketball players who ever lived, has never said anything. And his silence is still um, legendary because he's still not saying anything. Still. That's right. So, I, I, must, I want to shout out to Steph Curry for coming coming up and saying it. Uh, the Rock has joined in, and one other person is joining in as well, uh, to say that Under Armour, the Under Armour CEO was, was definitely incorrect in what he said, and that um, the vision is not accepted. That's right. 
That's right. And, you know, I'm all about protests. You know, I'm all about, you know, peaceful protests, take a knee, whatever you got to do. But one thing I can respect Steph for is, okay, so in one interview, Kevin, who is that, who's the CEO, Kevin said what he said. Steph did say what he said, but it didn't stop there. And like you said, El, he is a man. He called up the dude and said, yo, what, what is this about? What, I, I heard what you said. What are you talking about? And I think Kevin had a come to Jesus moment and said, you know what, Steph? What I meant was, <laughs> I don't like, I like his business, but yeah. not his social policy. So yeah. he had to clear that right up. And Steph, you know, and I know everybody that don't have no money, be real quick to talk about the money, right? Well, he wouldn't be able to get out of his contract. Well, it's all about business. You got to, you know what, Steph had, Steph had no worries. He, he didn't care about that. He stood up for what he believed and he checked him on it. So, so what are you saying, sir? And the guy cleared it up. And by the next day, he had a nice statement out basically saying, I love the Lord and I come against <laughs> the devil up and I am going to continue to go this way. And I'm sorry for what I said, but I really meant something else. That is what that's what happens when you question the status quo and you have a little bit of power. Steph Curry breathed life, good black life into Under Armour. I'm not saying black people didn't wear Under Armour before. Okay. I'm not saying that y'all didn't like them little mesh shoes with the U and the A on the side for $100, but everybody liked the Steph Curry's. Yeah, there you go. So, um, what's up, Dominique? Yes, he stood up for, uh, after Dominique said that after he stood up, others stood up after Curry. That's correct. Yep. Steph Curry with the pot, Steph Curry with the shot. Hey. <laughs> That's an ugly layup. I need to work on that so I can get it. So Lawrence don't take over the sports section. I'm going to have to work on some of my verbiage so that she uh, said can weigh in. So while we go on, so shouts shout, shout again to Steph Curry. Let's move on, right? Because another controversy, and then once we do this, we're going to get off the presidency. It, it's infecting oh, no. our life. It's yeah. infecting every area of our life. No, we all know, Shauna, really quick. That the, that the NFL Super Bowl winners were the uh, Boston uh, Patriots. So the New England Patriots. Patriots yeah. <laughs> not think not races, I think Boston. But New England Patriots were the, were the winners of the Super Bowl. We all know that. Uh, we all know their quarterback, Tom, Bra Tom Brady, uh, their coach, and their owner all have endorsed Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, and what's funny is, you know, of course – when you win a championship, the president usually invites you to the White House to yes. give you something, you know? So we all know that they'll probably get invited there. And what, we, what you may not know is that the quarterback did not attend when President Obama invited him there. He sure didn't. He said he was having family problems, lies. Yeah, I, did. I, think it was, I think it was twice he did not attend. Right? Boo, Cowboy Nation. <laughs> right? So he did not attend. You know, Brady felt that when President Obama was, he didn't like his politics, he did not attend. Granted, that's on him. He has that choice. Mm -hmm. so, well, now, in the honor of Brady, Martellius Bennett, is that Martellius, I think it is, Bennett, La, La Carter Blount, Dante Hightower, Chris Joy, Alan Brunch, all have said they do not intend, if they get invited, they will not be at the White House. And there's an uproar right now. Yep. Nobody, 
I'm watching. I'm watching ESPN. They're saying uh, it's a different time. We can, let's just the, the team should vote. But when Brady didn't go, nobody voted. Well, nobody voting. Nobody said anything, right? It was he don't want to go. He don't got to go. But now, because Trump's in the office, it's a big thing that these players don't want to go. What do you think about that? What do you say about that? First off, I want to say shout out to Chris Long because he white and he said I ain't going. So it's one thing when all of the African-Americans say we're not going into a Trump White House. Cool. Don't go. But Chris said, you know what? I ain't going either. And I believe that is solidarity. I believe that you have to use your voice for something. You being the president does not give you the right, the same way Tom Brady had a right to say, I don't want to go. So do these players. And right now it's six. And typically last Super Bowl, uh, the Super Bowl, of course, was in February. Uh, but they didn't get to the White House till June. You know, there's schedules, there's things, whatever. But Tom didn't go. So the same way he exercised his right, the same way these other players, and it's not just the black thing. And I'm so glad Chris said for other for political reasons as well that he don't want to discuss with nobody. He said, I'm not going either. And I can appreciate that, not just because we applaud white people when they make good decisions. You know, I think everybody should make good decisions. I'm saying it because it's not just a black thing. They cannot make it a black player thing. It is players choosing not to support Trump in his uh, White House. I 100% agree to that. Let me just quickly shout out Sharon Garen, who just joined us. Hey, Sharon. She said what's going on. Let me shout out Carmen, who joined us. Hey, Sharon, as we move on. And I 100% agree. I think that if you don't want to go to the White House, right, I didn't, I didn't shoot Brady for not doing it. That was his choice. He didn't have to go meet the black president. But at the same time, I'm not going to dis, uh, dis- um, disrespect the black players who don't want to go and meet Trump. And it's not a black and white thing. No. Let me, just say, let me just say one thing really quick. Uh, before Trump disrespected President Obama, I was a Trump fan, right? I would go see Trump. I would, I would buy his books. I was a fan. I can't front, right? Wait a minute. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on. Yeah. Something you tell people when you in the get to know phase. You suppose you I had no idea. I feel like I don't even know who you are. No, but before before I liked his politics, right? And mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't have. Not his politics, I liked his business acumen. Okay. I liked his business story. That's the only thing I liked about Trump. Right? I wasn't really um listening to him a lot. Uh one thing that that caused me to be suspicious of him is the Central Park Five, that case, after that case, uh, at first, remember at first, the Central Park Five, we didn't know they were innocent at first. Right. But everybody yeah. thought they were doing it. I ain't going to lie. When the Central Park Five in New York City, there was five, you know, the five young men who went what they call wilding. Yeah. And when the Central Park Five went wilding, um, I remember me and my friend at the time, uh, Derek Williams, we were like, man, these young black kids, man, need to stop acting crazy, you know, because, and, we, and, and it was, it was wilding, you know, but that's not how we, growing up, we said wilding. They wilding. Yeah, you wilding out. You wild, you wilding. wilding. Yeah, yeah. The media got it and the media became wilding, of course, but it was wilding. So right. <laughs> they did that, you know, we were like, man, that's crazy. We didn't realize that they were innocent. 
So when Trump came out against him, it wasn't a big thing. We just thought, you know, it was it was what it was. But now that we know that what it is, so that's the first thing Trump did that made me suspicious. The second thing that I that I totally cut him off for was when he was doing the whole birthday thing with Barack Obama. That's when I lost respect for him. And that's yep. when I wouldn't do anything um, not to support him. That's real. Um, one of the things Dominique said about the um, about the people not going to the White House is when you deal with protests, when Kaepernick took that knee, he took a whole lot of slack for it. You know, it takes one. Uh, Marcellus was the first one to do it for the Patriots. It takes one person. And people always be like, you know, what am I going to do? How is my voice going to count? What, you know, what difference do I make? Marcellus was the first one to say no. Uh, Kaepernick, he took that knee and other people followed, you know. And, and it's not about, oh, you're a follower. No, you support the cause. And I think what Steph did, I think what these players are doing, these jokers are making millions and trillions of bazillions of dollars. The least, your, your lowest job is, is to speak up and, and, and be who you are. I agree. Really quick, shout out to uh, Erica George Riddle. That's my other sister who joined. That's my that's my sister from another mother. Shout out to Devon Goods who uh, just joined. What's up, Devon? Uh, I think that's it, right? Yeah, cool. I don't want to miss anybody. Cool, cool. Um, but I agree hundred percent, man. By the way, you are watching. He said, she said. My name is Lawrence McCutcheon, aka the Side Hustle Coach, and she said is Miss Shauna Stevens, aka Shauna Speaks Life. We'll be doing this every Friday night. This is the first episode, y'all. And we are talking politics. We are talking sports. We are talking social media tonight. And we're also going to talk a little bit of relationships. So we want to give you, you know, this 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 broadcast, or what I like to call live cast. Yes, yes. Is really to give you our two cents of what's going on in the world. To give you a sense of what's going on and, and give you a voice as well as ourselves a voice. So let's, this is going to be every Friday night, Sharon. Every Friday night. We're going to do this every Friday because we think this would be cool. And we're going to also put this on like other, pl- other platforms as well so you'll be able to watch and listen to us on other stuff yes. as well. Yes. So thank, thank you for you. joining thank tonight. Thank you for being here. Season uh, C- Murray said poetry. Well, we, we might have poetry. We, we might have, have to do it. it. But if you want some poetry, let us know. We'll give you the information to contact us. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Uh, and we will do what you want, right? We'll maybe have a guest or two sometimes, you know. We'll, we'll do a little bit of everything. But right now, we want to have some fun. So yeah. let's move on. Let's uh, talk about Charles Oakley, L. Do you you want to do Charles or should I? Uh, you can start Charles off, not end him off. Because I'm mad about it. So as I was, shout out to my makeup artist, your MUA Dominique, because I was getting my makeup done so I could come on here because you see, I don't have any brows and lashes naturally. So I had to go get some since I had to be camera ready. So uh, I was sitting over there and we started talking about Charles Oakley because the details are so slim, but they banned old boy from Madison Square Garden. He played for the Knicks. 
he was hanging out with Spike and them, and he got banned, and no one can really say why. I know he paid for his seats. He's always spoken out against comps. He paid for his seats. He never truly got along uh, with the manager of the team, and they were in close proximity, and Charles, as Lawrence just said, started wilding out, you know? <laughs> he kind of he said, oh, I'm not dealing with this. And he was the bad boy before Rodman, bad boy. He's always been a, he's a big guy, he's 6'8". He's always been rough and tough. And he just started slapping suckers. I mean, just, he came up on security. They didn't fire the security guy because Charles said enough is enough. So right now he is banned from the Madison Square Garden. And I think it's ridiculous. What's up, L? What you say? I'm going to say it like this. I, I, you know, Tamika just said she's no longer a Knicks fan. I'm, I'm still a Knicks fan, Tamika, because I live in New York. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I, I love punishment. Uh, but I will say this. I will say this. Um, Charles Oakley is one of my favorite players um, on the Knicks when he played because he gave the Knicks heart and soul. He played the game like the game should be played. And I've always respected that that's how he he lived he lived the way he said you know he was die hard he was the enforcer for Ewing you know yeah yeah because he was the enforcer um you gotta respect that you know you gotta respect that real quick shout out to Siobhan West who just joined Penny Young who just joined she thank said, you thank you point. shouts to them so real quick you know so I I love. I love me some Charles Oakley, man. That's 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 my boy. L, man. that's when basketball was legit. I don't yeah. know nothing about this new basketball. Like I, you know, that's when basketball was. That's when men played basketball. That's when. Right? Say it again, Lawrence. That's when who that's played when basketball? Men played basketball. You couldn't come into the lane with no with, with nothing because all you this fancy fancy flopping and stuff. No, you about to get broke. Okay? No. It's your daddy about to school you on this court. Basketball now is so flamboyant and I would say borderline effeminate and that's just me. You can argue with me later about it, but it is so flamboyant, borderline effeminate and I am not here for it, but that's my first bet. Here it is. My first bet was the Bulls. I was in elementary school, about to graduate from elementary school, and I bet on the finals. And I bet $5, William Gordon, five bucks that the Bulls will win. That is when, and I ain't going to tell you how old I am because it's none of your business and I'm a lady, uh, but <laughs> that's when basketball was real. Like, I mean, they were superstars. They were huge. So I'm talking Space Jam. And now, look at what we got. Like, this is what we have. And a player can't even go to his home court? Nah. Yeah. I call a flag on the play. 100%. So, really quick, uh, Dominique said everyone is now for themselves, switching teams, flopping. She shakes her head at that. She switched to football because she likes men. So, yes, indeed. Now, I like some men in tights. In that Scottie Pippen. I give Scottie Pippen no love because he was on the Bulls that beat my Knicks. So I give none of them guys love. I want you to know I'm down hard. I'm not guy that you don't smile at me, you know, if you're on the opposite team because we don't play. We don't handshake, none of that stuff. Oh, you so New York. Okay. Okay. He, we get it, he said. We that's, get it. That's it. That's it. But let's, let's move along. Uh, for those of us who don't like sports, Siobhan West, let's move along. And let's go on to – let's talk about some social media, Shauna. 
All right, Elle, I'll let you take that one. I know we talked a little earlier this week about some LinkedIn changes as well as the new YouTube live streaming app. So Elle, you take it. I'll jump in. So YouTube, um, you know, we all, we all like live streaming, right? We all love live streaming. Um, I love Facebook Live. Uh, I love, you know, Periscope is my other girl. You know, I love Periscope. <laughs> is that your other girl? <laughs> my other girl, yeah. But YouTube has now jumped into the fray mm-hmm. with YouTube live streaming through their mobile app. But there's a catch. In order for you to live stream on YouTube with their mobile app, you have to have 10,000 followers. How many? 10,000. <laughs> so, so, what they're really doing, what they're really saying is that they don't want to go the way that Periscope is going. Um, they don't want to go the way that Periscope or Facebook Live is going. They really want professional mm-hmm. uh, broadcasts on YouTube. So they figure that if you if you have ten thousand people, you are what they call a YouTube partner. Okay. And you're pretty much professional in what you do because they're paying you, and they realize that. So they they want to do it right. So that's why you have to have ten thousand uh, followers to to get a, to do YouTube live streaming. Uh, on mobile. I mean, that's a lot, though. That's a lot, but, you know... I mean, but I get it. You know, YouTube is a different... Okay, so for me, um, you know, of course, you got Facebook, you got Snap, you got Instagram. Periscope is new, bae, you know? Um, Both Lawrence and I are Periscope VIPs. We both have uh, Silver, which is the middle uh, badge. We both have become social media influencers, doing what we do, taking care of our thing, but... Um, when Periscope started and or when I started on Periscope, you know, you started small. And when I say small, I mean like two. And you built, you know, you built your brand, you built your audience. And then they put the VIP on it. Of course, Periscope came through fresh off the out the gate. But my thing with the YouTube thing, I think I think YouTube right now, because like I just go to YouTube to hear music that I didn't don't want to find in my Apple Music store or when somebody be in my inbox and they send me a song and I got to, you know, see what that song is. But uh, they do that. But other than that, I'm not checking YouTube for any sensations or anything. And so I'm curious as to whether it's going to get true heavy usage and if people that can't use it but can only watch it are going to participate. I will say this, right? I'm a big YouTuber, right? As far as watching YouTube videos, uh, I watch a lot of YouTube. And trust me, the big dogs do have 10,000 or more. Uh, one of the people I watch has over a million people, uh, uh, a million followers that he has. So um, it's big, you know, and they make money on YouTube. So whereas Periscope, you make no money on Periscope. YouTube, if you're a partner, you're making money. So I don't blame them, right? That's true. That that's true, L. And like Siobhan said, uh, YouTube 10K challenge. I'm on it. Yep. You know, so it gives people something to reach to, and it makes sure the one thing it does do is it targets who can utilize it, and they're going to do an awesome job creating feedback and usage rates. And it also uh, takes the large group that's using it with 10,000 plus followers. Just think about the sponsorships in the pack. You right. You right. I guess. Okay. You sold me. Sydney Murray, if they're paying and advertising, that makes sense. Penny said, that's fair. Tamika said, new addition, YouTube Candy Girl. Candy Girl. Yep. Uh, Penny Young, she likes YouTube. 
Tamika, Gary V. Yep, Gary V is definitely big. And Dominique, think of all the makeup artists, celebrities, bodybuilders, etc. They will benefit, but it's an interactive. YouTube, YouTube Live is interactive because you can chat as well. So it is interactive. So you can definitely chat on YouTube Live. And I mean, if you're on YouTube right now, if you're not on YouTube, now's the time to jump on there. Oh, yeah. Because live stream is not going away. It's just going to enhance itself. So now it's your time to kind of do that. Right. Thank you for being here tonight with us. This is an uh, inaugural, as they say, our first one of He Said, She Said. And my name is Lawrence McCutcheon, and I am the South Hustle Coach. And she is. My name is Shauna Stevens. I am at Shauna Speaks Life. So thank you for being here Friday nights at 9 o'clock. We are getting the kinks out of this, y'all. So you're watching us kink it through. We are getting the kinks out of this right now. So that's that. That's the fun part. Um, really quick, we're gonna talk about LinkedIn really quick. Son, start with the LinkedIn thing for me, and, we'll, we'll, and I'll come in on that. So, <laughs> watch, watch how she said is about to do you. <laughs> you not even ready? I don't know because I okay. I have a LinkedIn profile, and I did hear this week. These last couple of weeks, LinkedIn has really been throwing a lot of hats into the ring. Um, they have made changes to their premium offerings that include uh, learning and salary things for people who pay. They change the way things display. But as not, I'm not a LinkedIn heavy user. And so she said, says that he said is going to have to talk about this whole LinkedIn thing. Well, I will say this. The only thing that's changing right now is the, uh, the, uh, the UI, the user interface mm -hmm. that's changing. Um, the way you connect to people is probably going to change. They're bringing these changes over gradually. So if you're not a, a LinkedIn user right now, you know, Microsoft bought LinkedIn, and Microsoft didn't buy it to sit around. They bought it for a reason. So I would say if you're not on LinkedIn right now, please jump on LinkedIn. Don't waste time because live streaming and connecting on social media is not going away, and LinkedIn is one of those products that you need to jump on. You need to make it happen. So do you think um, – so I am always very interested. One of the things we talked about this week is Twitter, fourth quarter, loss. They ain't making no paper. They not making no cash. Do you – whenever I see a company throwing in all these things, you know, you're talking about the UI changes. I saw that they're making updates to the premium package, which is what people pay for. Mm -hmm. Do you think LinkedIn is in trouble? Uh, Microsoft has bought them. Now, they're not in trouble yet. They got some, Microsoft got some big pockets. So Microsoft, they, they do, Microsoft, their, their pockets run deep. They do. They'll, they'll let them run up until they can't do anything else. So I don't think they're in trouble. I think that they're about to happen. It's about to happen. It's about Siobhan, to be the pop, LinkedIn pop-off. Yep. Siobhan said Yasmin is like the LinkedIn mafia. She had a LinkedIn class. Yeah. Talking to Yasmin about that because she was so much against it. And I was like, man, you got to do that in LinkedIn class, Yasmin. People need it. And she did it and was successful. Right. Uh, Tamika said she sold her Twitter stock because it was tanking. Man, Twitter is going down without a paddle. Like, it's, I need to get off of this ship. Yep. Uh, Twitter is, you know, but. Hold on, real quick. Natasha Robinson said she's excited to watch more. Natasha. And Clemmy Peterson, who is my cousin, who just joined in. But go ahead. Hey, Tasha, Tasha, that's one of my sisters in Christ. I love you. Thank you for joining. Crystal, welcome, welcome. So for everybody who is just joining, we appreciate you guys coming in. There is only one more segment uh, and then the wrap-up, but we appreciate you. This is He Said, She Said Live, where we cover current events, news, what's trending, what's hot, who's not, 
and give it to you from a male and a female perspective. Right now, we are talking about some social media stuff. We're transitioning out of that now. We talked about LinkedIn. We talked about YouTube. Now, let's get to what everybody want to talk about anyway. We are going to talk a little bit. Of course, next week is Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, wow. Is that next week? Next week. Next Tuesday. Yeah, I think I'm behind right now. Valentine's Day. <laughs> you better get it together because uh, I know somebody that might go, oops, upside your head. Uh, but it, it next week's Valentine's Day, next Tuesday. And um, we want to talk about some gift ideas. We or, as a single woman, what to get yourself. And how soon is too soon to buy somebody a gift? Because people try to jump in the cuffing season at the last minute just so they can get them balloons, chocolates, and that $100 meal. I think there should be limits and rules and regulations that are in direct correspondence with how long you've been knowing somebody. Because you, I mean, you don't get the full works on day three. But I'll let Lauren start with his three gift picks for her. Okay, well, I'm going to say this, right? As an old school gentleman. My, my, my. Not the old school, but that's the old school gentleman. Uh, what we used to do was right before Valentine's Day, you left the woman alone, right? You didn't, uh, <laughs> you would just disappear. It'd be like, <laughs> it'd be like January 31st, you'd be like, man, uh-uh. I got issues, girl. I, I can't be with you right now, you know? And then you pick back up on uh, February the 20th. I am over you. I am, <laughs> I am so over Lord's. Bartholomew McCutcheon, I am good on you tonight. So that was your player move. You know, that was your I'm a pit by blood, not relation, right? That's what happened. That's what happened. You know, you you, you kind of you know if they wasn't worthy of that Valentine's. You kind of disappeared, but then you would come back. <laughs> so it's, you make up to break up. It just you break up to make up, but it just yeah. happened about February 9th through the 28th, and then y'all back together. You didn't dodge the bullet. You get you dodge you want to dodge the bullets. So rag, you are ragged. You dodge the bullets, but but as you got older, you definitely pick up gifts. So I want to give you know three gifts that I think is nice. Um, for I'll be the judge of that. Let's go. Um, I would say you can never lose with flowers, right? Roses are always a good thing. Okay. To buy for Valentine's Day, you know, because they're red, they're beautiful. You know, but the, the the key to getting roses on Valentine's Day is you got to order them before Valentine's Day. That's the key, right? Now, why you have to do that? Because on Valentine's Day, those roses are going to cost you three times as much as they will cost you a week before Valentine's Day. So yeah. you order them a week before, and then you send them on Valentine's Day. That's the one thing, right? Hold on, Lawrence. Hold on. Uh, so, the, so wait a minute. The ladies got an attitude. Come on, she says. <laughs> they want to know more about this love him and leave him. If this isn't love, why do I? They want to know. So Crystal says, so Tamika says, hashtag cruddy. Uh, Crystal says, why not get some inexpensive chocolates or something? Dominique want to know why you couldn't even write a letter before you got ghosts. <laughs> Uh, see, Denise said, can you at least get to the bubblegum machine? L was breaking hard. Man, you know what, ladies? Let me just say, ladies, can I just say this? Being that, you know, I, for, I forgot who I'm talking to right now. Uh, it's like 90% women up in this chat. We listening. Uh, matter of fact, almost 100%. I think I saw one brother come in, and uh, I don't see him right now. 
Let me just he say that. As soon as you said you left them women's, he said, "Oh, I got to go. It's about to get hot." That's not really how it went down. I'm just, I'm just teasing. <laughs> I'm just teasing, ladies. Okay. Of course, we'll let you slide. You want to get, give, you wanna get them the chocolates with them roses, right? But you want to know, you want to know what she wants, right? Um, I love technology. I'm big on giving technology. <laughs> <laughs> what what was the last gift you got your special lady? What was the last gift? The you last got gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a hard one. I don't remember offhand. I'm big on technology though, so it has to be something with technology. The last gift, uh, technology. I'm big on technology. I think technology. Anybody can use technology. You know what I like also? I love Pandora. Uh, Pandora is really nice. So if that'll look real nice with my watch, yes, give me an extra charm bracelet. Give me a Pandora. Pandora is really nice, um, and I like Alex and Annie as well. You know, so I like I like I like those type of type of gifts. Um, those are will be my three or four gifts that I would think for for a man to give to a woman on Valentine's Day. And guess what, yo, they're not that expensive, and they're not going to crack the budget. So yeah, and women appreciate those things. So I'm I'm gonna go with those four, and uh, I was just joking, ladies. I, that's not. I, we don't I, know. I never loved them. Not sure. It's not my style. It's not my we, style. We don't trust you now. <laughs> we do not trust you now. Oh. Oh my yeah. Goodness. Technology. <laughs> you know, I I'm just trying to put it together. Let 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 me let me do she Let's said. Do some she said. Let's see what the gifts for men are. Well, ladies, I, I don't love them and leave them like Lawrence do, okay? Um, so my gift picks, so it is sometimes it's hard to shop for the man in your life. And as a, as a woman, even though I, ain't, I, I am yet single, as a woman, I love giving gifts. But they have to matter. I don't like gift cards. I don't want to give you, you know, I don't know. I don't want to give you something generic. I want to give you something that makes a difference. So my first thing is I love it when a man smells good. Like, I mean, please don't come up, you know, okay, I get it. You smell like dial. I mean, I'm glad that your antibacterial is working, (laughs) but please walk past me with a little bit of Gucci guilty or please just, just let me get a, a whiff of just something just nice and mannish. Just please. So as a woman, I think that, you know, once you get in a little relationship, you you kind of start picking out things for them. Um, right now, I noticed on Amazon, there's some awesome, there's a polo gift set. There's a Bulgari gift set of cologne. And you can get it in short term because I'm a procrastinator. I'm waiting on deliverance and I'm really working hard on it. But um, sometimes you got to get that two-day shipping. Sometimes you got to get Amazon Prime. So uh, one of the things is uh, cologne. The other thing for the techie in your life, I'm like L. I am a tech head. Between I don't have it on right now. Right now, here's the computer. Here's my iPad. There's my iPhone. And if it were charged, it would be my Apple Watch. And I would be looking at them all at the same time because I have tech tendencies. So the next thing that I, I recommend that you get for your for your man and them is the uh, Beats by Dre, the X. I saw the commercial today. The, oh, X. the Beats X. The Beats X. That's a good oh. look. He'll like that. He'll like that Beats by Dre X. He'll like that. I, I know what he going to like. I know. Because that's and, a good one, ain't 
and and you're gonna break the pocket. So you know, but as I'm talking about, you know, those budget friendly gifts, you're talking about breaking the breaking the pocket. I, I love it. <laughs> I'm talking about creating lasting memories because you know what? As an individual, okay, I'll say t- I'll say that later. So the Beats X, I love them. They I think they at like a 149 magnetic. You put them on here, you put them on there for the person who don't want the AirPod that might fall out or something like that. I think it's awesome. It's it it's not feminine looking. They've gotten rid of that whole design with the bar with the you know the bar and all of that. The commercial is kind of cool. Whatever, Lawrence. You want me to get a, a can with a string through it so that we can talk like that. But I think that that's dope. The third thing, get your man an experience. <laughs> you want me to have a orange juice can. The ladies are killing me right now. I want you to know that. Oh, um, let me get that. Let me see. The ladies are killing me right now. So Penny's like, you're by yourself now. Crystal says, say that. Uh Meek was like Lisa's total package, LBB. That's yes. a good thing. I thought about that. Uh, C. Denise Murray says his gifts were cheap. Look at Shana. Yeah, look at him. A good watch is for a man. I always say a good watch for a man. That's true, Penny. You can say I'm getting Groupon gifts. Crystal's like, yes. Sharon is like, my husband doesn't want any of that stuff. My husband wants a red light special. Oh. I'm single. I'm not offering no. My oh. virtue say I can't even tell people to give that gift because the single fornicators would just run with it. And uh, Rainy said, "LOL, not the wallow talkie earplugs." Yeah, that's what he want. He wants you to have a walkie talkie. Hey, honey, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. But the red light, but the red light special is always good too, as well. All my lights are white lights. <laughs> I don't have red lights. My lights are white. lights. The red light special is always a good gift. Oh, wow. I give the white light special through prayer. Um, and my third gift <laughs> that everybody loves, and Lauren's gonna say this breaks the bank, but whatever. Okay, I am a woman, and I'm very, I am very particular, and I like things a certain way. So what? I'm bougie. Take it. Give your man an experience. Whatever that means to him, because see, at the end of the day, you got to know your person. So if he like the sorry Knicks, get him Knicks game tickets. If he like uh, the Redskins, like I do, because I like torture, get him a get him tickets to a game. And it's not even about depending on what region you're in. You can get local tickets with the sorry team when your team comes to play, or you can plan it out and get him an experience. If you know your man likes. Uh, when you cook and he come home and all you got on is lotion and earrings, I guess. I don't know. Then give him that experience, but do a little, do what he likes because a gift is only a gift if the other person wants it. Don't just come up with random things that you like or that you want him to have. I see women getting blenders for these type of days. I would wring your neck. I would put that blender. I would put your finger in that blender. Do not give me something unless I said, you know what? I need a good blender. A blender is a random Thursday gift. You can't just go to Walmart and buy me a blender on any day. But wait a but, minute. What, what if he just like to make strawberry daiquiris and he need a blender in the crib? You know. Then he needs to go get the blender in the crib on February 9th, the day you broke up with your girl. That's the day you should have went and got the blender for the house. <laughs> but but ultimately, guys, you know, we give these tips and, and I love it. But love is expressed every day. If you if you don't know that somebody cares about you or appreciates you or loves you or values you, if you don't get the sweet nothings on a random Wednesday every now and again, Valentine's Day may not be the day that they show up and show out, and you might need to reevaluate some things. 
You might need to reevaluate something. I agree. I, I agree that Valentine's Day should not be the only day that you uh, show your love, that you should be showing your love all the time. Uh, don't let one day a year be the day that you decide that you're going to show your love. I would say this. I would, I would say forego Valentine's Day and make, you know, January 1st or January 5th or whatever day. That's right. So, you know, make every day that you show love, but don't just do it because someone tells you to do it because it's commercial. That's uh, right, Al. You love the person and you want to show your appreciation and do that daily, right? So uh, take really, it to the comment. Oh, you going to do it? Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. You want me You want to do the comments? Want me no, to do you it? got it. So really quick. So everybody's wondering what the red light special is that Sharon talks about. Sharon said, don't worry, it's marriage ministry, right? She says she, she takes full advantage of being a married woman. So I hear you, Sharon. Uh, I did that Redskins suck. So I was able to get him the ultimate package complete with T-shirts and parking passes for 75. That's, that's a good one to me. That's a good one. <laughs> Ain't nobody fighting for them. I ain't uh, what if it's a Vitamix blender? Hey, if it's a Vitamix, we'll take the Vitamix. The Vitamix blender, that's almost $400. Um, I will sleep on the couch, says C. Denise Murray. Uh, shout out to Andrea Thompson, who just joined. She's Miss Power Biz. Always give love to Miss Power Biz. Uh, Rainy said, no explanation needed. And Aisha said, right, I agree with that. And Sharon said, love is washing the dishes or taking the kid to the park. Simple things. I agree 100%, Sharon. I agree. So really quick, uh, Shauna, uh, those were some great things for Valentine's Day about relationships and that matters. Uh, But the last segment of this, right, before we go is tell me why you mad, son. Tell them why you mad, son. That's this is my favorite segment. Tell them why you mad, son. And this segment is just to, to kind of let you know why we mad if we are mad. And I'm sure we can find something to be mad about. Tell them why you mad, son. Tell them why you mad. So that's such an East Coast thing. And yeah. it's just a moment to rant. You know, we don't. Uh, he said, she said, it's not about an hour of ranting and our opinions and alternative facts, alternate facts, all of that. We giving you the news how it is. We giving you our take so that you can form an objective, well thought out opinion. So when you go to hang out in your social circles, you know what's going on. But to tell them why you mad, son, that is just our time to give you a last few minutes wrap up of what then got to us this week. L, kick it off. So tell them why you mad, son. You know why I'm mad? I'm mad because I'm watching our country go down the drain. I'm mad because we have a president who believes in alternative facts and not real facts and truth. I'm mad because you want to stop Muslims from coming to the U.S. Mm -hmm. You want to stop Muslims in seven countries from coming to the U.S. because you're saying that they're not safe. And these countries that you're blocking have uh, have never exported any terrorists to the U.S. I'm mad because Barack Obama left and he left us in good hands. And Donald Trump is going to try to take full advantage and say he did it. I'm mad because people are not voicing their opinions enough. And, you know, I'm glad that people are protesting, but we got to do more. We got to let these people know that we're watching them and that um, what they do is not going, to be un- not, not going to be unnoticed. That the revolution will be televised. I'm mad because... Um, my sons have to grow up in this and my daughters have to grow up in this nation and my sisters, my nieces, my aunts, my moms, you know, have to go up, grow up in this turmoil right now. 
I'm mad because I love this country and I know we can do better. That's why I'm mad. Tell them why you mad, she said. But I can't hear you, Shauna. You said that's me. Hold on. Maybe that's me. Hello? What's up, Kimberly? Can you can, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Let me know. If can you hear me now? I hear you now, yeah. What happened? Wow. Thank you. Cool. So, uh, L, absolutely right. You Look, you just made me mad. I was about to, there was a tear forming if you would have said three more things. That is real. That is real. So, I'm going to tell you why I'm mad. And, you know, Lawrence gave the root. But I'm going to give a little bit of a fruit thing. And I'm going to tell you why I'm mad. I'm mad at George Lopez. I'm mad that as a black woman, I still cannot go anywhere and do anything without being called out my name. I am mad that people assume because I'm big, black, and beautiful. That's from Hairspray. That I'm big, black, and beautiful. That I can't say anything. That I can't get up and move how I want to move. That at a comedy show, I don't have a right when I don't like your joke to get up and leave before you call me everything but a child of God. I am mad because I am still referred to as a female dog. I am mad that I am still in this day and age nothing more than what Donald Trump says he used to grab on back in the locker rooms. I am mad that as a black woman, my place in society is still supposed to be silent. It's still supposed to be quiet and I'm still not supposed to have an opinion. And that is from another minority. So I am mad that just as Lauren said that as this country it, as it appears this country is being set back years, 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 years to another time as a black woman, I still haven't even earned my name. That's why I'm mad. Wow. And I agree. You know, women need to be respected. And they are, it seems like this new president doesn't believe in women being respected. No. Nope. That's why I'm happy that the Women's March was so successful. And these men need to see that these women are not going to go anywhere, right? I have the most respect for the utmost respect for women, uh, especially black women. And I want y'all to know, man, I love y'all, you know, and I'm here to fight with y'all. So I hear why you mad, sis, and I got your back. You know, we appreciate that, L. See, and, you know, that's the important thing. As we wrap, you know, that was the tell them why you mad segment. Quick, 60 seconds. You know, it's not about, it's not everything that we're all about, but we got to have an opportunity, at least with family, with one another to share those things. Cause I know Lawrence didn't know I was that mad about that. <laughs> you know, I didn't know, you know, I have never heard him share what he shared, especially as it relates to his children, his sisters, his friends, you know, and what we're having to endure. So that's what he said. She said is, you know, as we end on this note, he says, she said is about having a place where our voices are heard, where we're not just spectators. We're not just participants participants, we are the voice. We are the ones sharing things. We are the ones with, from our perspective and in our opinion, letting people know what's going on out here and, and what folks are saying. So we appreciate you being here on, as Lawrence would call it, our inaugural episode one of He Said, She Said Live. Take us out, L. Take us out. Really quick, uh, Kimberly said, um, snap, snap. Crystal said, come on, Shauna. Kimley says, say that. Crystal says, deep. Sharon said, amen. Penny Young threw her hands up. Rainey says, she loves that. 
Uh, Dana said, I'm mad because I only caught the end. Oh, Dana. He said, in, I in. I guess that's uh, maybe she was slow. There's also a slight delay on this. So we see the comments probably maybe 20 seconds later. So don't hold it to us. The technology is what the technology is right now. It so is. I just want you to know just don't sing us out. <laughs> I'm okay. not singing y'all out. So before we get out of here, L, we forgot a little part. We're going to give y'all one minute of Q&A. So if you have a question or anything that we talked about or something you want to see coming up next, hit us up on our Facebook page. It is He Said, She Said Live. Or if you're in the Facebook little search bar, put at He Said, She Said Live. Hit us up there. There will be more notes on how to get in touch with us, how to reach us, how to hear this again, not just on Facebook for all of you techophobes that don't want to use Facebook, that want to use something else. But if you got anything for us, any comments, any feedback, we want it, we love it, we need it. Uh, another thing that we didn't mention yet, and this is our special going out, to everybody who has a product or service, who may want to sponsor us, he said, she said, may want to sponsor, right? So yeah, sponsor first, a segment. First month, sponsorships will be free. For the first month, you can sponsor, he said, she said, totally for free. There is one caveat, though. What's that caveat, Shauna? The caveat, if you would like to sponsor a segment of He Said, She Said Live for free for 30 days, is you must provide us a coupon code for our listeners. Now, it don't have to be 77% off of your package. It could be 10%, 15%, a coupon code. He Said, She Said, get you an extra 10%, 5% off. But give us something to give back. It's not for us. You don't got to give us no products unless you just want us to review it or something. But we want to... We want this platform to lift other people up to. We don't do this to lift up ourselves. We do that to lift up one another because I'm telling you, when you get tired, somebody got to hold up your hands. So if you have a product, if you have a service and you want, like Lauren said, that first month is going to be free and you will sponsor one of the segments. We will shout you out. We'll give you that good ad voice. Hello. Thank you. This is so-and-so. We'll give it to you real good and cool. But all we need is something for our listeners. We want to give back. So hit us up if you would like to do something like that message us in our inbox you can hit us up on either he said at uh he said at she uh, he said at he said she said live.com or she said at he said she said live.com uh, all of this will be in the facebook group because i know it's a lot of words and we're getting in a lot right now but we got you yeah so we want to do that because we definitely believe in giving back and uh we want to make sure that um you give back as well. Yep. <laughs> That's the important thing. So my name is Lawrence McCutcheon. I'm also known as a side hustle coach. She's she. Her name is. I am Shauna at Shauna Speaks Life. And we are He Said, She Said Live.